It's been said that Christian music sucks. On The Antidote, we dispel that myth as we explore the artistry of Christian bands. Listen to in-depth interviews and music from these faith-based groups. For unique and innovative music ranging from metalcore to indie folk, you'll hear it all on The Antidote with Dave Hawkins. Wednesdays at 9 on Trent Radio, 92.7 FM, Peterborough. Bison with Quill. The Last Bison will be joining us for a talk about their new album, Inheritance, a little later in the show. This is the antidote where musical artistry and faith collide. I'm Dave Hawkins, and thanks for tuning in. A few weeks back, we looked into the genre of folk music and a few of the subgenres found in that mainstay of music. Tonight, we've got a number of artists who are recording some excellent examples of this style of music. After a long 13-year absence, Burlap to Kashmir returned to record this awesome folk rock track in 2011. Listen into Build a Wall. She was driving through the night through that fortune road of fame. She was looking for the man just to powder up the pain. 
the man with the gun and the hat Drinking whiskey in the rain and the Bible in his hand Shake the light, drown the sun, close the shades, lock the door Burn the pages of your life as your body hits the floor And as you weep, you can hear there's an echo of a call And through the violent, bloody night, Nehemiah builds the wall Everybody on radio, the 
folk rock underground favorite is Over the Rhine. The band had their start back in 1989, but that track, Rave On, is found on their 2011 album, The Long Surrender. And our next artist, Sleeping At Last, falls into the subgenre of alternative folk. And this track is a great example of the unique vocal style of headman Ryan O'Neill. Here's Dear True Love. Dear true love, I'm a writer without any words. I'm a story. 
everybody hurt when I'm without you. I am a voice. I am a voice without any sound. I'm a treasure map that nobody found when I'm without.
is Dennison Whitmer, who put out our last song, Abraham, on the Asthmatic Kitty label. Our feature artist for tonight couldn't be described as long time by any stretch of the imagination. The Last Bison released their first major label album this past Tuesday. Check out the instrumental title track, Inheritance. Bison has met up with the antidote in Toronto as they play a rare Canadian date. Guys, thanks for joining us. It's a pleasure to be here and, and to get a chance to talk to you guys. Tell us where you're from and how your band came to be known as The Last Bison. Uh, we come from Chesapeake, Virginia. It's a very southeastern corner of Virginia. And um, we all got together, started playing music together. And I've always had a love for 1800s American history. Uh, I was homeschooled, so I got to really focus in on what I wanted to study, and through that, spent about six months studying Civil War history, the American Civil War, and through that, fell in love with, with a all 
the aesthetic surrounding that era. Um, the bison being one of those American icons that, that comes out of that era. just thought it re- represented the forward thinking and discovering of new frontiers of that era. And um, that's kind of what we're trying to do as a band is, is see how we can be creative and, and discover new frontiers of their music as well. And with the 1800s theme is why you carry on with appropriate attire when you're on stage. <laughs> yeah, that all kind of, the, the whole thing kind of started with uh, with Ben. I think he was dressing that way anyways. We thought, well, that's a good look for the band. So, yeah, you know, we, uh, so we all try to discover new ways to keep moving further and further into 1800s attire. That's for sure, yeah. Tell us about the members in the band. I understand we got some family members here. Yeah, we do. Um, of course, Ben is the front man and uh, primary songwriter for the band. He plays guitar and sings. And I, my name's Dan, and I play banjo, mandolin, guitar, and sing backup. And I happen to be Ben's father, which I think is sort of an anomaly among bands, you know. And uh, Anna, my daughter, plays the orchestra bells and some percussion and sings as well. So the three of us are all family. And then um, Jay Benfonti, who uh, beats on everything that's on the stage and makes a racket. And then Andrew, who plays a 1930s pump organ. They're brothers, the Benfonti brothers. And then um, we have Teresa, who plays violin, and Amos, who uh, plays cello. They're not related, but they feel like family. With having so many family members, does this ever create strife? Never. Is there any strangling of family members taking place? Not between the family members. We're so used to each other. And so we live in a small house, so it's weird. We're, we're close on a physical level and a, a mental and spiritual level just because we're all so close in the house. You can't really escape to your room in our house and get away with it. So uh, we like to be very, very close in it as a family. And with almost half the band being made up of our family, it kind of is what has happened with the band is we're all super close-knit um when we started traveling together a lot it was hard to get used to but now we know how to treat each other better and also yeah of course getting get on each other's nerves the right way so trying to be selfless is a really important thing to us on tour just to sit back and think instead of how can we tear down people and how can we lift them up Descend the cliffs and let me see your face And when the doors to the streets are closed And the sound of the grinding fades When men rise up like birds And all their songs grow faint Dark am I Dark am I Dark am I and lovely Dark am I Dark am I Dark am I and lovely Staring through every window 
inside To send the cliffs and let me see your face And when the doors to the streets are closed And the sound of the grinding face When men rise up like birds And all their songs grow Dark am I Dark am I In lovely Dark am I Dark am I Dark am I In lovely Dark am I found on the independent release Quill from The Last Bison. The band was founded in 2010, but last year we went into the big time when you signed to Republic Records. How did that come about? We started playing a lot locally in our hometown in Chesapeake and our neighboring city, Norfolk, Virginia, just doing house shows and small coffee shops and and some bars. And um, that was in 2011. And there was a just a local demand for us to put a product in their hands. So we got together and recorded uh, our first album, Quill, independently in Richmond, Virginia. Uh, we released that September of 2011, and a few weeks later we played a, a show our local radio rep was at for our mono alternative station there. He just kind of fell in love with the band that night, which was 
uh, we, we think it was providential. And um, he started spinning us really heavily on the, the local radio there. That picked up in a software called SoundScan that all the labels and, and industry reps see. And uh, about a month after we were spinning on the radio there, we got an email from Universal. We thought it was a... We thought it was spam. We were like, what is this? And then we looked into it further and realized it was the, the real thing. That was, that was a really exciting moment for us. Republic has a really diverse range of artists on that label. I mean, everywhere from Soundgarden, the Crystal Castles, uh, Florence and the Machine. How do you find the last bison fitting into that mix? You know, I think that really what happened is that uh, Republic heard what we were doing and recognized that it was something unique and something different from what they had in their catalog, so to speak. You know, I think our fit in the mix is a alternative folk outlet for Republic. It's definitely not like other stuff that they have going on, although they recently brought on the Avett Brothers. So, um, but that was after us. The brand new album Inheritance includes a beautiful track, Autumn Snow. Enjoy. So we will sow For to bring the autumn snow And our labor shall not be for us in vain She will grow, she will grow For to make her dresses flow Till she's seated by the gin Till the mistress weaves again we will sow, we will sow, and she will grow. has his sleeves and for good measure we'll clasp the snaps for dawn never leave never leave till the unisons agree that she is no longer rough like the hands that reap her up we will weave we will weave and never leave And these calloused hands have done no work alone. We formulate, then recreate the patterns that we've sewn. For most the gin, then fibers spin. It's all we'll ever know. For our forebears have left us here to reap the autumn snow. guys have been compared favorably to Mumford and Son, but my question is, when does Mumford and Son open for The Last Bison? 
Uh, you know, we love the fact that bands like Fleet Foxes or Mumford & Sons kind of paved a way. They've certainly done amazing things in, in bringing folk music into more of a mainstream acceptance and popularity. So, um, yeah, we don't, we don't mind being compared to them. And we think our, our sound is quite a bit different from Mumford & Sons, but we happen to use a banjo, so I guess people compare it. You know, but, um, but that's fine with us. If they want to compare us with bands like that that have done extremely well, then we're honored understand that you've got some new music that's going to be coming out with Republic. Is that right? We have an album coming out March 5th with Republic Records and uh, six songs from our old catalog and four new songs will be on that record uh, titled Inheritance. Well, we're all going to be looking forward to that. How does your Christian faith play a role in your music? I think as, as people of the Christian faith, we believe in a God who is the creator God and being created in his image then gives us the ability to create. I think that has a huge load to do with uh, the way I write, is me seeing a creator is is the greatest inspiration I have. To be able to imitate the one who I, I believe created everything is the greatest source of inspiration for me, for sure. I was asked this by another interviewer at a paper back home, and we were talking about that, you know, because his point was, you know, we'll, we, we read your lyrics and it's obvious that there's Christian beliefs within them. And, you know, what our conversation led to was me saying, these, these things aren't contrived. It's not like we are intending, you know, to say, oh, let's write songs that somehow have a message or, or are, you know, doing this. But whatever someone believes or whatever someone is, is kind of standing on should be coming out in their art. Any artist is going to represent a certain worldview or a certain perspective of the world, let's say. And so for us, because we walk so deeply in our faith, it's going to come out. But it's, it's still just us trying to create and make art. And so, you know, one of the things that we say is we're striving to create art, to create music that is beautiful, good, and true, that we feel like reflects the one who we believe in. Check out Iscariot from last, The Last Bison's first release, Quell. Simple kiss into tainted hands. 
Is there any specific song that The Last Bison has produced that has really stood out for all of you the most? For me, it's a scary because that was the first song that I learned when before Bison, I knew it was called Bison or anything. It was just Ben, Dan, and I at a Christmas thing. Um, and Ben was like, hey, it's an A minor. We're going to do this little intro thing. This is the chorus. This is the, and it was, you know, put together in like five minutes. So that song just kind of, it's like the first song for me, but then also just that it's, I just love the words. And Hey, this is Jay. Um, Tired Hands would be a song that really sticks out for me. It just has this really unique quality to me that the other songs don't have and just is a blast and energetic and just fun to be on stage and play. It's just one I really get, get lost in and playing and just really enjoy. Just like 
I think for me, um, this is also what Dad said about our faith coming through our art. A song that will be on the new album called Sandstone. It's it's a biblical story of Samson and Delilah and um, how he really had to be taken to his knees and to to his death, basically, to really truly see God. And uh, that's a song that I really love to play because, I don't know, it just really, really sticks out to me that the message of the, the song and especially the story being so biblical is something that's really important and dear to me. Um, so I love playing that one and also Distance and Take All the Time are songs that are really close to me, just about the sacrificial love despite the distance between two people. The geographical distance, not mental or physical or spiritual. So, Sandstone's a song to me. The first time I heard Ben play it, I mean, it actually brought tears to my eyes. He did it live. He just all of a sudden said, I'd like to do this song. We were like, what are you doing? He just started playing it. And uh, it's just, it's one of those songs. I don't know if it'll be that way for everybody, but for me, it's just moving. And where the music is married to the lyrics in a perfect way. It's like the, the music tells the story as well as the lyrics. And when you put the two together, it's just phenomenal. It's it's also just such a full song. It, it you know it's so little, but then you know at times it's just you know a melody and the chords or a moving line or something. But it's just it's so much. I don't know. It's a lot to take in, even though it, at times it can be very small. Let me say one more thing about that song, because uh, it took forever to write. Yeah. Uh, ben came with the idea, but I mean literally the bridge. We were on tour and we were sitting in the living room of a friend in Florida trying to work out the bridge and we went through i mean hours of reiteration over the smallest little details so uh, we hope when it, you know people hear it they go oh, this is a great song because we sure worked hard on it here's the outstanding song sandstone from the new album by the last bison
has been The Antidote with Dave Hawkins, which airs through the facilities of Trent Radio 92.7 FM, CFFF, Peterborough. As always, you can find past episodes of The Antidote on both iTunes and our new website, theantidoteradio.com. Now, next week on The Antidote, we're going to change up musical styles once again as a band that could be considered as defining the sound of 80s metal. The one and only Striper joins the antidote. Lead vocalist and guitarist is Striper Michael Sweet is going to share some time with us and speak about Striper's past, future, and their upcoming release, Second Coming. So be sure and listen in, because you won't want to miss this for sure. Let's close up the antidote with a goodbye to The Last Bison and their song, Watches and Chains. Well, my thanks go to the last bison for spending some time with the antidote and best of success on the rest of your tour and the new recording. Yes, thank you very much. Thank you. And uh, we'd encourage everybody to search for the Inheritance album, which will come out in early March. Chains, he'd be gone for a while, weeks at 
a time the neighbors all started to say You and your mother should not disagree that he is wasting away Wasting, wasting away All his moralism, theology have been left to decay Left to, left to decay With your meat, with your fruit, with your bread Have you eaten today? Say, pay them no heed, they don't know what they say They don't know what they say Then your father come home All of your doubts Questions and worries were gone Yet soon so was he in the house Across the street The rumors and lies they went on You and your mother Should not disagree That he's wasting away Wasting, wasting away All his moral, his theology Have been left to decay Left to, left to decay Was your meat, was your fruit Was your bread have you Bye.